1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Ritter Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's May 24th, it's 2023. We have an eight-game main slate here to talk about that starts at 7 Eastern. Joined today by TJ, my good old-fashioned Spidey friend. Uh, TJ, what's happening, man?
2: Doing well. Spidey bomb just hit a few minutes ago. Christopher Morel knocked one out of the park like he does every single night it seems like um ready to talk some baseball with you got a nice little eight game slate i'll be honest i got a little bit of a headache i think i've had too much screen time today but that uh that comes with the job sometimes i'm uh, i'm ready to dive into the slate
1: yeah i'm ready to get past Tuesday slate pitching was atrocious um I think my highest, like my highest scoring pitcher combo is like 40 points between Cobb and Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, So definitely ready to move on. Um, Hit the under on Sonny Gray's strikeout prop. That was nice. Um, I was invested in that one quite a bit. So that was nice. But yeah, I mean, eight games. um, Hope your head feels better because, I mean, there are a few games that might might hurt that headache a little bit. Um, But hey, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for, you know talking some baseball, and uh, let's jump in and get started. We got Baltimore at New York. We got Wells, Tyler Wells, that is, going up against Nestor Cortez. Eight and a half total in this game. Yankees are 150 favorite. Uh, Let's talk Wells first. Any interest here in Tyler Wells?
2: Not at that price tag. 9-3 going up against the Yankees. He's been good, but that's just too hefty of a price for me uh, for that type of matchup.
1: Yeah, tough matchup going up against the Yankees. Yankees lineup, still not like 100%, but, I mean, they're good enough that I don't want to pay 9300 for somebody. I think Wells is an okay pitcher, decent strikeout rate of 23%, 23.5%, 5% walk rate. His XFIP, a little high. Um, I mean, much higher than his ERA, which definitely suggests there's some regression. I like Wells. I play him in certain matchups. I don't think this is the matchup you want to play him in. I think this is a really tough matchup for him. So probably going to pass on him in this spot. Nestor Cortez has been, uh, I mean, all over the place um, this season. Decent start last time out. The strikeouts have started to creep back up a little bit. Um, Any interest here in Cortez against Baltimore?
2: He's priced cheap enough that, I don't hate the idea of taking a shot at 8,100, but Baltimore is just really, really good, and I don't want to pick on them.
1: Yeah, Baltimore overall, um, very good team. Like Cortez, still decent strikeouts. He just can't get right-handed hitters out. So if they roll out a very right-handed heavy lineup, it's hard for me to have interest in Cortez. If for some reason they – you know, Mullins and Frazier and Henderson are still in there. And, like, we're talking four, maybe five lefties. That's where I think you could potentially have a little interest in Cortez. But I think overall, Yankee Stadium, tough matchup. Um, I don't think this is a spot that I'll be playing Cortez. Uh, bats in this one on the Baltimore side. I mean, you know, cheap bat-wise, Hayes, I think, is someone that 3,800, always very good against left-handed pitching. You worry about his strikeouts, Cortez strikeout rate decently high against right-handed bats. So, I mean, that's the concern, but I don't mind Castle. He's a guy that has a bunch of pop against left-handed pitching. What are your thoughts here on Baltimore?
2: Hayes, Santander, Rutchman all of these guys are very interesting, but Jay Steele and Chad asking if we're going to get a Spidey bomb tonight, uh, late night, early morning, whenever you're listening Spidey bomb. And, I think Ryan Mountcastle is a good bet to be one of those guys. I absolutely love him as a play. Even if you're not stacking up Baltimore, I think he makes for a phenomenal one-off.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that has big upside. Big, big upside. So um, never hate the idea of taking Mountcastle for a home run. Um, Low strikeouts. A guy that hits the ball up in the air a lot as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't mind Mountcastle. Santander, another guy that i like in this matchup for sure on the Yankee side of things. I mean, judge and Rizzo for sure. Um, Bader is someone I don't mind. Torres just keeps hitting, you know, his price is up there now at 5,100. What are your thoughts on the Yankees?
2: I don't think I'm looking to stack too much against the pitcher of Wells's caliber on an, eight game slate you know it just doesn't really feel like I need to pick on him however Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo are two guys I never exit out X out of my pool like they're just always there
1: yeah I mean Wells is a good pitcher I'm targeting more power here than anything else Judge Torres Rizzo don't think I'm stacking um against Wells and I mean he does give him a ton of fly balls so the home runs um I mean the home run upside is definitely there in this matchup What's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday night. Um, thank you all for hanging out with us here. Um, we're getting all kinds of all kinds of Morel nine home runs in the last twelve games. Guys are smashing, just absolutely smashing, um, just in, insane. We were talking about him on the podcast yesterday. And Kisa, Kisa, Cubs fan, so he's really excited about that kid. San Diego at Washington, nine and a half total in this game. Padres a one hundred and fifty favorite. We got Trevor Williams going up against um, Ryan Weathers. Any interest here in Ryan Weathers?
2: No, no Weathers for me. I don't think I'm going to have much interest in the other pitcher in this game either. I think the bats are going to be more so where I'm looking to go.
1: Yeah. Weathers, I mean, just not a great pitcher overall, below average stuff. Um, 5.5 XFIP, 15% Ks, 10% walks. Um, Washington, not great against right-handed pitching, but They're actually not too bad um, when it comes to facing like left-handed pitching. They have top 10 WRC plus they have a really low strikeout rate. They're going to put the ball play a lot in this bet. So um, I think this is a good spot for some of these Washington bats. We'll talk about them. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Williams is never someone that I typically play low strikeouts, high XFIP struggles on both sides of the plate. A lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls. Um, San Diego has a ton of ceiling. They're struggling a little bit overall, but I still don't think this is a spot that I want to play Williams.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Not somebody I'm going to be getting
1: to. The San Diego bats. Um, I mean, slight ballpark upgrade here going from San Diego to Washington. On the road, so you're guaranteed those nine innings. I think this is a fantastic spot against Williams. Um, I think San Diego is one of the top stacks on the slate.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm all aboard the San Diego train. They had a really good night Tuesday night. Soto hit a homer. Bogarts had a homer. The whole team looked really good, and and Zatis didn't even do anything. So uh, I like that call quite a bit. I'm, uh, I'm all aboard San Diego as well.
1: Washington, I think they present um, some value in this matchup. We're going to get some cheaper bats in this one. Um, Thomas is someone that I like against left-handed pitching. Always talk about him. Ruiz, at catcher, is someone that I think you um, can always take some shots on. And then, I mean, just really anybody that's going to be cheap towards the top of the lineup. um, I hope that Vargas is in the lineup today. He's 2100. You can play him at shortstop or outfield. He's someone in a small sample size that's hit left-handed pitching really well. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely... Some of these bats that I want to play. And um, the catcher, Riley Adams, if he's in there as well. Um, I don't mind him as a pivot off of Ruiz and the same team here. He's had some really good upside against left-handed pitching in a small sample size.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of cheap bats here with a strong matchup against left-handed pitching. Thomas, Ruiz, Adams, Garrett, Manessis, Candelario. I'm good with all these guys. I don't call. I don't mind them as one-offs. I like them as a full stack as well today.
1: All right, cruising along. We got Dodgers and Braves, the series that just keeps hitting. Um, nine and a half total pick'em game. Gonzalez against Elder. Any interest here in Tony Gonzalez?
2: Not really. He's a guy that I would consider using on a smaller slate, but eighty-five hundred dollars going up against Atlanta—that's that's that's a no-go for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, we watched. Atlanta, I mean, they really didn't put some runs on the board on Tuesday night. is a guy that I'm just always worried about pitch count. He did throw 94 pitches last time out against St. Louis, but his advanced stats are bad. I mean, there's some there's some big regression coming to some of these numbers for Tony Gonzalez. so um, not someone I want to play against Atlanta, especially when the regression could easily happen in a matchup like this. So I'm going to pass on him today. Elder at 9,600, I mean, on DraftKings, he's just too expensive for facing the, the set, um, Dodgers lineup. So I don't think this is a spot I want to play Bryce Elder.
2: No, I'm with you. Elder has been really good this year. Um, but going up against the Dodgers, I just basically never play pitchers against the Dodgers. If it's Spencer Stryver, yeah, I'll play him. If it's Jacob DeGrom, yeah, I'll play him. But other than that, I'm, I'm basically out.
1: Yeah, your dogs agree with you. Um, like, even he, Elders 10-1 on FanDuel. Like, I just don't think you can pay full price for Bryce Elder against the Dodgers in Atlanta. I mean, I, I don't want to overthink this spot. I think that's just kind of how I look at it. Um, let's talk bats here. Any interest in the Dodgers bats? You have to unmute your mic when you mute it because your dogs get excited um i don't know i think if i yell loud
2: enough i'll be able to get through the mute um but you, you always gotta have interest in the dodgers right like they just played spencer strider and they still got to him and are going to be one of the highest scoring teams on the slate so um gotta have interest in the dodgers basically on any slates and even though bryce elder is good it's not enough to scare me off of them
1: yeah, I think it's, a, a again, like a situation with the Dodgers. I say this, I feel like, a lot, but with the pricing, it's like a stacker fade spot for me. Um, I don't think I'm one-offing Dodgers bats. I, I mean, if I was, it'd be Betts or Freeman, Muncie, like one of those three guys, but I'm not in the business of one-offing an expensive offense in a tough, in a tough matchup here. Um, I can believe it. Strider is the best strikeout pitcher in baseball. He had 11 strikeouts because he's Spencer Strider. Um, but yeah, he's not Bryce Elder though. Atlanta bats. I think Atlanta stack is really interesting today. Like I was mentioning a few minutes ago, um, looking at the advanced stats for Gonzalez, there's some, re- there's some real big regression numbers here. Um, so I think this is a spot you can definitely stack against Gonzalez today.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I really like Atlanta on almost any slates. And Gonsolin, like you said, he looks like he's due for some negative regression. He's been pretty lucky. So um, I like that call quite a bit. I do like Atlanta as well. I just hope we can eventually find some pitching we like also.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe. Maybe not. But I don't know if it's going to be this next game because it's Tigers and Royals. It's a nine total. The Royals are a 120 favorite. Zach Greinke going up against Matthew Boyd. We'll start here with Matthew Boyd, 7,400 on DraftKings. Any interest here in Boyd?
2: I think so. Like, Boyd's a guy that absolutely can get blown up, but he can get strikeouts as well. And on a slate that we're not too fond of the pitching, at his price tag, 7.4K, I think if we can maybe get five innings, seven strikeouts, three earned runs, like that might be more than enough on this slate. So um, not because I love the spot so much, just because we don't have much else that we like on this slate. I'm, I'm interested.
1: I will say that, I mean, we're going to get to some spots that I like today. Um, There are some pitching. I think I'm going to have a very tight pitching pool today for what it's worth too. Um, But I think Boyd is okay. I don't think he's great. Kansas City, um, a team that's really bad against lefties or righties, but a little bit better, kind of league average against left-hand pitching. So um, I just I worry about Boyd's walks here. Like, I mean, I think that's his—that's my biggest concern when looking at this spot for Boyd. I don't know if he makes the cut for me today. Like I said, I'm going to have a pretty tight player pool, um, and I think the walks concern me. Zach Greinke is not going to make the player pool. Even against Detroit at 5,700, I don't want to play Zach Greinke. If you're running 150 lineups,
2: I think you could maybe throw him in one just in case everybody fails like they do tonight and he gets 12 points and that's enough at 5.7K. But just know that you're absolutely not getting anything more than 15
1: I would rather lose money and fade him. (laughs) I'm just saying. I would rather lose money and fade him. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not playing him. Zach Ranky is a 16% K rate guy, um, gives up 42% hard contact. I mean, listen, Detroit's bad. They're bad, and I understand it. Like, all joking aside, I think that they're one of the worst offenses in baseball, but uh, I I still can't do Zach Ranky. You just can't throw the ball by anybody anymore. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, he goes out and he throws 86 to 88 miles an hour most starts. So, yeah, I don't think I can do it. I understand your thought, though. Like 150 teams, you know, 5%, 10% on Granky Pitching is kind of weak. He's really cheap. There's plenty of bats to pay up for. We just talked about, you know, getting contrarian with, like, Atlanta. We talked about, um, you know, potentially stacking the Dodgers and San Diego. Those aren't cheap stacks. Um, so, I get like the thought process. Um, I don't want to push you on your idea. It's
2: it's just one of those things that it's like, what if no one scores more than fifteen points on this on this whole slate? I'd rather do that with the guy who's super cheap. And so, definitely not endorsing it, but running one hundred and fifty lineups, I don't know that I'll x him out if he organically lands in a couple. I I might be okay with it.
1: Detroit bats. Um... I mean, my favorite Detroit bat is going to be Green. He's expensive, though. Um, I think he's the the best bat that if you're going to pay up for, I, I don't mind it as a one-off. Um, Matten is 2700 I don't love the fact that you got to play him at third base, but he's okay. I, I like Green.
2: Green would be my favorite as well. And if you want to run a cheap stack going up against Green Key, it's a lineup that you're double paying up at pitcher. Um, I don't hate the, a little Detroit stack as well.
1: I mentioned Mattin just because he's a fly ball guy. Granky tries to keep the ball on the ground as much as possible. So I think this could be a good spot for Mattin Um Kansas city bats here going up. I, I assume we're going to see a pretty similar lineup for Kansas city. You know, after we saw Roger Regis yesterday, um, Perez, Witt, Alvarez, Um Dozier wasn't in the lineup, which I thought was somewhat interesting. Um, he got sent because, down. Did he? Oh, he got designated yeah. for assignment today um, or yesterday. My bad. Missed that one. Um, he's actually hit left-handed pitching this year, so I'm shocked that, like, he is a platoon guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see a pretty similar lineup. Definitely interested in some Perez and Witt, Oliveras, maybe even a little bit of Garcia. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going out of my way to, like, stack up Kansas City.
2: No, I'm with you there. Like, if I – I'm definitely going to get some Kansas City mini stacks and play a lot of Perez as a one-off. It'll be interesting to see where Witt ends up in the lineup. If he's still back down there at six, it's a little it's a little bit less interesting. Um, but it, it'll be pretty lineup dependent. But I know I'm going to like Sal Perez as a
1: one-off kick off the new year with new gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polaroid shades customizable snow goggles and much more shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by loss and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair. Or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to shadyrays.com, use code RotoGrinders for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. We got Mets and Cubs. I was shocked. I mean, there's a total out for this game. It's six and a half. It's probably too high. It's a pick game. We have Stroman and Singa. We have 20-mile-an-hour winds blowing in from center field here night before in this game. So, I mean, Singa's the best pitcher on the slate for me today. He was the guy that I was going to be overweight on on Tuesday night, ended up getting pushed back a day. Love this spot for him. Um, his strikeout prop was extremely low on Tuesday. I'm hoping that it comes in low again here on this slate but yeah Singa 9200 on DraftKings by far my favorite pitcher on the slate. This wind is going to play a huge deal and um I'm going to be overweight on this guy today.
2: Yeah, I'm very very happy that he got his Tuesday start bumped to Wednesday because Tuesday at least appeared to be a strong pitching slate and Wednesday not so much, so I'm definitely happy to be able to play Singa in this one. He's probably going to be my highest owned pitcher as well. If it wasn't for his walk issues, I'd be hitting the lock button. But just due to those, I'll, and I'm a guy that runs a lot of lineups, I probably won't quite get there. Um, but he's only walked four guys in his last two starts, which for him is very good. And so, yeah, he's definitely going to be my highest stone pitcher as well.
1: Strowman on the other side of this game, ground ball pitcher, 20-mile-an-hour um, winds blowing in. I mean, just barely, barely any downside here to Stroman, another guy that I like a lot. You know, we said we we're going to get to some pitchers. Stroman, I don't think, has the ceiling as Singa, but Stroman is someone that can put up 20-plus, and I think that's saying a lot on this slate. So with with this wind, assuming that this is going to be a thing, assuming by six and a six-and-a-half total it's going to be a thing, um, I have interest in Stroman at 8,600 as well.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there. He has been getting hit pretty hard this season, getting a lot of long line drives, but that wind should keep the ball in the park. And uh, this Mets team has been pretty disappointing so far this season. Outside of Pete Alonso, I'm going to be interested to see the lineup because Strowman has actually been striking out righties phenomenally well this year, uh, but it's lefties he has struggled with, only striking out 18%. So um, and getting hit hard 42% of the time. So he's uh, he's somebody that I'm going to be interested in, and my levels are going to depend on the lineup that we get.
1: Just to give you all an idea, just in case um, you don't have ML Premium here and have access to Weather Edge, Mondays or Tuesday's slate was six mile an hour winds blowing in from center field, 69 degrees, minus 28.6% home runs, minus 10% overall runs in general um, in this type of game. ERA goes 13% in the positive. Like, I mean, that is with six mile an hour winds. Um, so you're going to see a big bump to pitchers in this game. If we're going to have 20 mile hour winds blowing in from center field. So, um, honestly, I have no interest in the bats in this game. If we're going to, if this is going to be a thing with the winds blowing in, um, Morrell just keeps hitting everything over the fence, but, um, impress me young one. Cause I'm not playing you today.
2: I still will. I'm not going to play anybody else in the game, but I will play Chris. <laughs> I will Murrell.
1: I'm playing him no matter what. Listen, it's it's been a really sound strategy if you have played him every day since he's gotten called up,
2: and I have, and it's been nice. <laughs> uh, I've been betting him for home runs too because, like, you could still find him for plus six hundred today on some places to hit home runs. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna keep playing him until he stops being the best.
1: Yeah, completely understand. I just me twenty monitor wins in this game. Nope. Wrigley is like by far the most wind dependent ballpark in baseball and 20 mile an hour winds blowing in. Um, I'm sure Kevin Roth is going to touch on this tomorrow on the weather page, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a huge downgrade to the bats here. So I hear you, but he's going to hit an inside the park home. Oh, Listen, listen. I mean, there's (laughs) nothing this guy can't do. I mean, he might hit like three triples. So um, (laughs) all joking aside, we'll have to kind of see, but.
2: He's going to hit for the cycle with an inside the park home run.
1: (laughs) All right. We got Miami at Colorado. This game has some potential weather. So again, we're going to have to see what Kevin Roth has to say with this one. Um, We got Al Contra going up against Kaufman. Um, Any interest here in Sandy Al Contra?
2: I mean, it's Coors, but yeah, I still do because the Rockies suck. Um, And so they put together some runs today but Alcantara is a solid pitcher. He's hasn't been phenomenal this year. He, but he he relies on ground balls. That's worrisome at Coors, but it's not a great pitching slate and the Rockies suck. So I'm still going to be playing some Alcantara.
1: I mean, I played Ruiz. um, I I think on, I I know for, for sure is one of my three teams. I can't remember if it was two of my three teams or not. Um, But I mean, definitely going to have interest. Like, Perez, not Ruiz. Um, what what kind of stunk is, like, he was going to get two righties in a row with first and second and one out, and they yanked him at, like, 70-something pitches. So that kind of stunk. But Alcantara, definitely someone that has a, a longer leash as far as pitch count goes. I think he's capable of, like, 25-plus here. So, yeah, if the weather is good, assuming the weather is good because it's cores, but um, I have interest in him. Carl Kaufman. I do not. Um, this guy is not good. Like I don't like playing Miami in cores because they're Miami and we have to remember that, but this guy is not good at throwing baseballs.
2: No, I'm absolutely out on Kaufman and Miami is probably the going to be, I mean, they're definitely going to be the top projected offense on the slate, and how much we want to play on them will be depending on how much they are. owned.
1: They're the ugliest lineup to stack. Um, Stats-wise, if you're oh, just on paper, if you're looking just on paper, it's tough. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Miami is definitely in play for me today. I've been off of them a lot. Solaire was the top hitter yesterday. Hit an absolute bomb to center field in his first at bat. It was nice to get that home run out of the way really early. But yeah, I like I like Miami a lot in this spot. Like it's not going to look good on paper, but Kaufman's not good. So interest in the Mar- Marlins. I don't really have any interest in Colorado um Alcantara is a good pitcher he does have extreme home road splits uh, but there's just not a lot of upside in this lineup right now
2: I'm gonna be like I'm running 150 lineups and so I, I'm not gonna x them out completely especially just because the Colorado side has been going pretty well lately in Coors and so I'm still gonna play them because it's Coors and you never know what can happen um but not aggressively
1: Alright, we got two games left. Boston at LA taking on the Angels. Paxton against Anderson and this one. Nine total. Pick'em game. Angels a slight favorite at 116. Um, any interest here in James Paxton?
2: Yeah, I honestly think Paxton might be my second favorite pitcher on the slate behind Senga. Senga. Um a lefty against against uh the angels probably isn't what we want with trout renfro drury but he's just been striking out so many guys and he's looked good uh to start with boston looking like uh the old big maple a little bit so i think paxton might honestly be my second favorite guy behind senga
1: yeah don't tell dean because i said the angels might be a top three team in baseball by the end of the year against left-handed pitching but they've fallen off so much um Falling off so much. Um, so, I, I mean, I tweeted out last time Paxton was on the hill against San Diego, and, dude, he looked fantastic. He looked he looked really good. He looked in control. Kind of looked like he was getting a little worn down towards the end of his start. 107 pitches is a pretty big bump from 87 pitches. Um, I like James Paxton here. I think his strikeout upside is high. Um, I know this team strikes out very minimal. But they also walk very little. So I think this is a good spot to take some tournament shots on Paxton. Tyler Anderson on the other side of this game, low strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout team. I don't really have a lot of interest, if any interest here in um, Anderson.
2: Yeah, I am with you there a hundred percent. I like Tyler Anderson, not not today. Not today. I, I never really like playing pitchers against Boston. And Tyler Anderson isn't going to be one of the ones I make an exception for.
1: Good old Tyler Anderson. All right. Um, Boston bats, you know, obviously some interest here in Turner. Um, Devers hits left-handed pitching really well. Anderson has really struggled with righties. So we're likely going to get some cheaper righties in this lineup for Boston today. Um, so we'll have to kind of wait and see. But Turner is 3,700 on DraftKings. Kiki Hernandez is 3300 on DK. Um, I'm thinking I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Ref Snyder. What is he priced at? Is he even... Oh, he's 2800 Yeah, and he... Sometimes they'll hit him leadoff. If they give Verdugo the day off against the lefty, they'll hit him leadoff. Um, so I don't mind that. And then one other name I'll throw out there is Pablo Reyes. Um he hits left-handed pitching pretty well, so I don't mind taking some shots on him as well.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on all of those plays. Just want to extra emphasize Rafael Devers because he always gets overlooked in the lefty-lefty match matchup, but he does hit lefties very well. And so even if I'm not stacking Boston, um, I still love Devers as a one-off.
1: Um, as far as the Angels' bats go, hey, I hit another home run on Tuesday night. Kid might be legit. Um, don't like him here. I don't even think he'll be in the lineup today against the lefty, but um, against Paxton, Trout has really struggled against left handed pitching this season. It's kind of weird because, I mean, throughout his career, he's been great. Renfro is someone you can always play against the lefty. I think you could play Trout, I think you could play Brandon Dury. Um, I don't mind like a three-man stack here. Rendon being out definitely hurts the stack a little bit because he's a guy that you like playing against left-handed pitching. But um, I'm probably not going to play a lot of them. Ward probably hits leadoff. I I could see doing a mini stack here with the LA Angels.
2: Yeah, maybe just a mini one, a little trout, red, pro, Otani type thing. But uh, outside of that, I'm not looking to go – I'm not looking really full stack against Paxton.
1: All right. Oakland at Seattle. I need Seattle to get going, man. I have a team that is actually pretty decent with Seattle and they're just not hitting whatsoever. They need to get going. Let's go chat. Just wait for uh, wait for that ball pun to come in. Uh, I mean, waiting for something, waiting for them to hit the ball. Um, this game has an eight total. The Mariners are a two ninety favorite. favor. We got Miller, Miller against Waldechuk. Um, any interest here in Ken Waldechuk? Nope. Yep. Easy pass for me. Um, Miller, Miller, Bryce Miller is someone that last time out against Atlanta, I talked about how he has some regression coming. He still pitched okay, considering he faced Atlanta. He's my second favorite pitcher on the slate. He's kind of pricey on DraftKings. Um, I think it's really easy to make him and Singa work just overall. Oakland is not great against right-handed pitching. Miller's a talented young pitcher. Um, I mean, Bryce Miller's in a great spot going up against Oakland. High strikeout team, high strikeout pitcher. Going to be playing some Bryce Miller today.
2: Yeah, from a point-per-dollar standpoint, I think Paxton might be my second favorite. But from a raw point standpoint, it's definitely Miller. Uh, He's somebody I'm going to be looking to get into a ton of my lineups. He will be my second or third-highest-owned guy behind Senga. Love that you get a little bit of a late-night hammer with him. Oakland's not very good, and so I'm, I'm looking to
1: get a lot of Miller as well. Yeah, I mean, there's enough cheap bats that we talked about that it's really not hard to make the stack work. So, but hey, paying up for pitching hasn't like in years past. It's been something that's worked. It hasn't always worked this year, man. Um, it's been a it's been a very interesting pitching year. Uh, you just got to embrace the variance, I guess, and not. I guess it's just one of those years you're just not locking in pitchers unless it's just like a home run spot. So, all right, Oakland bats. I got nothing. Um, I like playing Roker, but I'm not playing him in this spot against uh, Miller.
2: No, I'm I'm not going to be playing any open.
1: Um, I'm hoping Seattle gets it going here on tonight's slate, but I have a ton of interest in them on Wednesday as well. Chuck's not great against lefties or righties. Um, obviously, Julio Rodriguez, I've talked about this a lot. His advanced stats are really good. I'm not worried about, like, his down numbers right now. Teoscar Hernandez has been struggling big time, but he's good against left-handed pitching. Um, the cheap shortstop play of the day is – caballero um at 2600 small sample size but he just keeps mashing left-handed pitching so really like him today uh what's your thoughts here on seattle my top
2: own stack is basically whoever is facing oakland always and that's not going to change here seattle i love them in this spot i i especially like targeting seattle against left-handed pitching which is of course what they got here and ooh, my wife is home i'm sorry about that tv and to everybody listening <laughs> it scared um, me so much <laughs> my, my bad my bad um, like good. just walked in the door there um and so yeah i adore seattle they're going to be my top my high stone stack i'm hope hoping that the coors game uh, Drops down ownership of this one a little bit, and I'm going to be absolutely loading up on Seattle. Love Julio. Um, Caballero is somebody that I've been loading up on every time he's been uh, in the lineup and it's going very well. And Kellen, it always gets overlooked in a lefty lefty matchup. He's always got great home run odds. He's low owned. I always like betting him for a home run. He's the league leader in Spidey bomb so far this year with six. Hopefully he knocks another one out tonight because I bet on him again tonight. So Um, yeah, love Seattle and, uh, Kellinick and Julio are going to be my favorite too.
1: All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then we'll get out of here under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today?
2: I'm going to go with, wow. Slim pickings Matt, uh, Boyd, Matt Boyd.
1: He's the right answer. Um, no, like this isn't even joking. I think the next best answer is Zach Ranky. Yeah, my guy. Yeah, I think he's the next best answer. But that's, that sums up the cheap pitching on the slate for what it's worth. I'll be paying up for pitching quite a bit today. Over 8K to score under 15 of those expensive guys. Who's your bust today?
2: Tony Gonzalez is my bust of the day.
1: Yep, right answer again. Um, I'm going to go Nestor Cortez. He's been really shaky this year. Tough matchup against Baltimore. Um, I think Baltimore is a really interesting sneaky stack today. Over 4,000 to hit a home run not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Jared Kalanick, every night. I like it. I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez from the same game. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bet that you like today? Jose Caballero. I like it um i'm gonna go riley adams from washington hopefully he cracks the lineups today and he's 2600 i like him a lot he's been hitting quite a bit so uh stack to score six or more runs today seattle gotta stay on brand well yeah i mean i i like seattle a lot today too um I'm going to go Washington. I really like the spot for Washington. Weathers is not good. Um, I think this is a great spot to take advantage of them. So give me Washington today. Uh, TJ, any final thoughts? We kind of cruised through this one. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, it feels like a pretty straightforward slate. Tight pitching pool. Get
2: uh, exposure to with a few of these different high-powered stacks like Coors, like Seattle, uh San Diego, the Dodgers, Atlanta, mix in a little of the cheap teams like Washington uh, and maybe a little Detroit or KC. Um, and like we said, with that tight pitching pool, make sure everybody listening hits that, uh, hits that like button on the way out here if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, we got some, of course, Spidey bombs that we already dropped, Ryan Mountcastle, and <laughs> might as well run it back with the uh, three straight Jared Kalanick's. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, TJ underscore Zwarich five Z-W-A-R-Y-C-H five. And, uh, make sure you check out my website, where We're covering all kinds of stuff right now. We did interviews for guardians of the galaxy. We were at the red carpet, uh, for the little mermaid premiere. Um, I just wrote a, a review that just drops as we speak, um, for the most recent episode of Ted Lasso, which is maybe one of the best episodes of television i have ever watched um so yeah lots of lots of stuff over there
1: heck yeah man check it out we're gonna get out of here hope everyone has a fantastic wednesday we'll be back thursday talking more
0: baseball good luck everyone we'll see you then